Broadway Gays. Broadway Gays. <laughs> Welcome to Broadway Gays. So we're going to do a little improvisation piano every time we start. That What was our... That was our first one. There we go. Um, we did it. That was our first one. We did it. So our, our podcast this time, we, if you remember, we had a very famous podcast called <laughs> A Long Way to Go for Some Cheese, which I still think is a brilliant podcast. Multi, just, like, award-winning. Award yeah. Reaped us so much. Moolah. That we're still living with rouge. our parents. Kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the same room with the same uh, dog. Hi, Teddy Hi, Teddy well, um so we we decided we would talk about something we would do a podcast about something that we cared about more so not that schitt's creek is not our and i'll be all favorite thing that's ever existed but um broadway actually is our end i'll be all thing that's ever existed (laughs) seriously sean musicals and i I don't want to i don't want to keep us like broadway oriented i would like to like talk about shows that are in development as well and like Yes. Like cool news that's going on in the world of theater. Cause that's kind of. Cause there is so much happening oh all the time. It really is. It's really. It's, it's, it's really an incredible thing. It is. You know, um, it's changed. <laughs> that was really, yeah. that burp was really burp. sexy. Um, yeah, no, Sean and I have bonded over the years. I think it could be safe to say our, major connection has been musical theater 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 slash because when we met we met in theater right right at at southern at in college um and yeah i think that whoever's listening to this this probably episode no one is probably we'll probably we'll probably re-record it but no, I think that um, you only at twenty three percent on your computer. By the way, you probably should get your charger. That's fine. I'll do it. I'll okay. do it after this. Okay. Um, okay. I just like. I think the thing is, it's really hard to figure out where to start. I think we have this great idea. I agree. This is really hard because I don't know where to start. Because talking. because it's so it's so much. I think that I would like to share at least my story about how I was introduced. And became so passionate about theater. And um, it all starts with my mom. Mm -hmm. My mom brought me to see Phantom of the Opera when I was five years old with my dad. They got divorced when I was seven. Um, But I remember... Spoiler alert. alert. Um, (laughs) But I remember somehow after... I mean, the show just completely awed me i remember laughing and crying and we had orchestra seats and when the chandelier came down i mean it just it it was just the first introduction i had to anything like that and i immediately became just obsessed with with all of it with the lights the sound the singing the everything um and somehow my mom got got us a backstage tour. I don't know how she did this, but she got us a backstage tour of the set. And I remember, I think it was like either, I think it was the Phantom. I think we went to the stage door and she literally just asked the guy who was playing the Phantom at the time, if we could have a backstage tour. And he was like, yeah, come on back. Like, I think it was literally, (laughs) that was the scenario. Um, 
and he was so sweet. I wish I could remember who he was, but he brought us down to the the lower level where the you know where the candelabras and come up for that scene, mm-hmm. and he showed us the smoke machines, and he showed us where um, where Raul jumps and lands on the mat, and I have this really vivid memory of this like mat <laughs> that mm-hmm. he jumps onto. Um, my mom was just so incredibly supportive of it. And I think that she knew from a very young age that I was, that I was gay and that I was really into theater. Um, and from that time on into high school, Mm. God, I think she brought me to see, like, I can't even, I was so, and I'm so aware that I was so incredibly lucky that she supported that. I mean, we saw show after show after show, like I think I have playbills from, I mean, you've seen them yeah. like at the, the Tony award parties that we have annually. And yeah, I think that, you know, she was, she knew. Yeah. Like she, she just intrinsically knew that this was something yeah. I needed. And I'm so lucky for that. And with every show I've seen, there's nothing like sitting there in a live, in a live audience in a live show, and laughing and crying. I mean, there's, there's just, there's absolutely nothing that I've ever experienced in my life that makes me happier mm-hmm. than those two and a half hours. Oh yeah, and it is very expensive, uh, especially now. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that experience, especially with her, shaped basically who I am. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Ow, I just hurt my knees. It's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, a similar story. My mom was a theater major and kind of, I grew up in the theater, like always backstage, you know, dressing rooms, running around the scene shop. Probably shouldn't have been running around a scene shop, but was doing it anyway. <laughs> um, you know. Just my, that's just how my life was. Um, uh, so, so, you know, but I remember, so it's always been a part of my life and I've always enjoyed it, but I remember, I don't remember, I don't know where I was going with that, but my favorite, like, with you, one of my favorite parts of a show, especially live theater, especially when it comes to a musical, um, is the first couple notes of an overture mm. when it's just as loud as they're going to be. Mm. Like it, how it sucks you in. It's how it sucks you in. But I, I, one of my favorite parts of Les Mis is the opening of the show where it's just all of a sudden you silence. Then all of a sudden you hear the you know, like it is, you just get chills. Like it is like, you know, the wave of, of energy and emotion and sound comes over you. I mean, that's how I felt about the beginning of, of Memphis as well, you know, cause it starts off with the guy talking and he's like, welcome to the news. This is this radio channel. And it switches. And then all of a sudden you hear this, um, dun, 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 and he goes, and you're just like, Oh, we're here now. It okay. just sucks you in. It sucks you in. It's, it's one of my favorite things. Um, and I think that one of the awesome things too, is that, it's live. Yeah. So mistakes can be like mistakes happen. Mistakes happen. Mistakes can, you know, and I think that that it's such a, it's such a raw, like this is happening in this time. And 
and I think not only like with the actors on stage and like the 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 how how much they're giving and how much dedication they have to these ridiculously incredibly difficult roles like Mama Rose and Gypsy or you know like Evan and Dear Evan Hansen. Well, yeah. I mean the, these roles that you are just like how does this person do this? But also being a part of a live audience is is one of my favorite things is to yeah. look I mean obviously watching the the stage but looking around at the people you know here and there and and I've seen it time and time and time again as an audience member this story and this music and these lyrics that these composers and you know directors and everything that's been created there's just absolutely nothing like it in those two and a half hours and um yeah i mean it's 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 uh it's changed me from seeing live theater to acting in live theater to now wanting to focus on playwriting and composing there's just so so much um that it's 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 uh it's it's overwhelming and it's it's hard to uh articulate yeah um the whole gist of it um but i would like to focus if i may um so we can have a a bit of a uh pinpoint for this um mm-hmm. i would love to ask you Sean okay um about your and we actually have not pre-discuss this no, like legit. No, i have no idea what he's about to ask honestly me. um what is your favorite musical slash play slash whatever um and and why and how has it been your we're talking um, about currently or of all time oh god uh okay let's 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 go with all time I don't even know if I have an answer for that either. <laughs> <laughs> or we can go with currently. I, I, I mean, my, my typical answer is next to normal. Cause I just think that such a, it was such a brilliant piece of theater. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think of if, if there is another, I mean, right now come from away is up there. Mm. Um, but it's, it's because it's, it's similar to next to normal in the vein of, it doesn't when you're watching it doesn't feel like a musical right it's it's much more book oriented you know right. or i didn't know if i said that that was a weird way of saying oriented but <laughs> orientat uh, who am i moira rose um <laughs> excellent reference um but <laughs> i so those so i think generally i tend to lean towards those musicals yeah um as my favorite, because I think, I mean, obviously all musicals have a place and they have their own purpose, you know, like you've got musicals that are just fluff musicals and that's what they are. And you don't go in expecting it to be a life changing experience. You expect it to be like, I'm going to come here to forget that the (laughs) world exists. You know what I mean? And, but then there are those musicals where you go and you watch it and it, it, changes you and it affects you and you think about it for days and days after um so so i really 
I do. I think those two musicals are probably my top two at the moment. Next yeah. Normal and, and yeah. Come From Away. Um, May I interject something? Yeah. So there is something strange about Sean and I and Next to Normal. And I know that we both have connections to it, but I need to share, if I may. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom um, was bipolar. Mm-hmm. She passed away in 2012. Um, and I saw Next to Normal with her, the original cast, front row orchestra. Yeah. That is fact. Um, and I can't even express what exactly happened in me. I know there was a lot of crying. I know on, on my part, I know there was a lot of crying on her part, but I think the most wonderful thing of that experience is that there was someone, at least for me, I'm not sure for her, but there there was someone portrayed in a in in a a, a a musical that was so close to the psychological traits that my mom had. Yeah, like literally to the T. Yeah. My mom had shock treatments. She was on medication after medication. Literally every single song somehow connected incredibly deeply to me. And I think that show will always have an incredible, incredibly special place in my heart. Yes, because of, I mean, Alice Ripley's, you know, performance was absolutely incredible. And I saw and learned so much about, and it, it, it was cathartic in the most strange way because it didn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't answer questions. It didn't, it just created a world. There is a world um, where I could exist with my mom sitting next to me on the yeah. left, who is now deceased. Yeah. And, and I remember looking over at her and tears just streaming down her face. Yeah. And That's- her, her, grabbing my hand during um the very very end where um where Gabe comes back to his father oh yeah that was the moment she just like grabbed my hand and just held it so tightly yeah and there was something about that moment that changed so much in me it was almost like it was almost like an unspoken allowance for us to understand each other and connect in a way that we almost couldn't say to each other in words yeah. in real life. Um, and I will never, ever forget that. Yeah. I think that that goes down in the books as a memory with my mom that will just always be something that I connect positively, even though her death was so sad. Like, I mean, those, those moments of being with her in the theater. Yeah. I mean, I just, I feel so lucky for that. 
anyway that was extremely uh <laughs> dark a little bit a little also, dark no but i mean i think i think it's a good way to explain why we have the love we have for theater i mean we have these experiences where with our family where things change us i mean i my first broadway show Never mind. That's not my first Broadway show. <laughs> my first Broadway show was Spam a lot. Um, but my first Broadway play was Inherit the Wind with Brian Dennehy and Christopher Plummer. And my mom took me to see it. We had we paid twenty five bucks for the tickets. And we were in the very very back of the theater. I mean, so far back that the actors looked like little ants. <laughs> However, what happened in those couple hours of that show? changed me because these actors were able to express and portray these characters and these feelings so far to the back of the theater. I mean, it's, it was truly something that made me go, okay, for sure. That's what I want to do. That's, that is it. Okay. You You know, I mean, I knew before that, but I mean, that was like the solidifying factor, you know? Right. I, I knew at that moment, this is what I need to do because I could I could be doing that experience. You know what I mean? I could be the actor that's giving the experience to somebody else. Exactly. And that's that was big to me, you know? And so I was like, that's what I want. And um, yeah, and so it's very, it's, it's, it's a very complicated, you know, thing. I, I love the word that you said, gift, because that word, it, it's such a gift for, to have, to, I mean, it's these people, these composers, these lyricists, these directors, these choreographers, these actors, these dancers, everything work so hard, yeah. so ridiculously hard, and... I, you know, it is such a gift mm-hmm. to to the audience member because it's almost like any show that I see, and I don't know if it's just me or if it's, you know, or whoever, but if it's good, there's always some kind of deep connection, even if it isn't specifically like a direct analytical like connection but there is somehow something that connects that i can find a connection to and Mm -hmm. i think i've learned more about myself in sitting for two and a half hours in a in a theater watching a musical than i have probably anywhere else most of my life and maybe that's kind of sad, <laughs> but but it's you know it's it's it 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 is what it is. And I think yeah. um, you know there is uh, you know obviously I've I've talked about my mom, but I I, I think that um, another show that's really stuck with me um, in ni- I was born in 1986, and in 1996, Rent opened on Broadway, and my mom. My mom, I, I remember. Well, my mom brought me to see the original cast. I, I think 
really early on in the run. And at the time, let's see. No, my parents were divorced at the time. But I remember overhearing a conversation that my parents were having about, you know, my dad, who very rightly so, you know, the show has a lot of swear words and it's about AIDS and, you know, a, a lot of things that maybe a 10 year old shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be seeing. But well, I think um, at that time, especially we were a much more conservative country. And so we were, you know, just life in general was a little bit more conservative. And so to take it, I, I wouldn't feel bad taking a 10 year old now right. to see rent. Yeah. Um, I, I, it depends I, I, on the 10 year old. That would depend on the 10 year old. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, I agree. And I think eventually my dad understood and it wasn't like a huge fight or anything, but my mom was definitely so progressive and so ahead of her time. She just knew. And I remember sitting there so vividly just watching the original cast of that show. And what's inter- what's crazy is having seen that 1996, 10 years old, and now it's 2019, and I'm 33, and I was in the show, and I've seen various versions of it, and I've listened to various cast recordings of it, and there are definitely shows that come along in different genres, in different decades, that redefine, kind of do this incredible job of redefining what musical theater could be maybe not redefining but adding kind of like an oomph like this this totally different vibe and feel whether it's you know Les Mis happening and changing Rodgers and Hammerstein or it's Rent happening and introducing rock musicals like I mean there's always that that thing that like pops up yeah that somehow I don't want to say changes, but like has this little bit of leverage to like it reach, push, it like pushes re- the art forward. It, exactly, it, makes, yeah. it makes everybody else work harder because they're exactly. like, oh, exactly. Okay. I mean, if you look at triple threats nowadays, you can't be just compared, compared to the seventies. I mean, a chorus line, you know, if you can, the original cast of a chorus line, incredible. Right. However, if you if you if you look at that, the triple threats and like perfect singing, perfect dancing, perfect acting compared to now, I mean, you have to be like not that they ha- didn't have to be good then, but now, if well, you're not like, and see, that's I that I think ties into the 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 amount of work that goes into it. Well, yeah, you know, I, I mean, there's natural talent, but there is something to be said about about the amount of talent and raising the bar year mm-hmm. by year by year by year and raising that bar so much higher and so much higher that it i mean i can only imagine like 20 years from now you know what i i i just keep thinking what is broadway going to look like what is the next step what is the next change what is the yeah the next, you know, thing that's going to sweep the world. And if you look in the past, it really has been like year by year by year by year. And, you know, I think Dear Evan Hansen was a really big deal. You know, I think that that was another kind of... Well, I think it was, I think Hamilton was really big. Oh, I mean, duh, obviously. 
Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. And I think that these these musicals that come along, you know, going back to, I mean, Hamilton, if you've, there, God forbid anyone who's listened to this hasn't heard about Hamilton. Um, but yeah, no, I think that the amount of generosity and <clears throat> ability to allow us to connect has grown bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I think obviously Lin-Manuel Miranda is the most positive forthcoming modern, you know, re- representation of that. Um, thank God he exists. Um, but yeah, no, I think that, um, I think there is something to be said about you and I, especially, I think there's something to be said about the fact that we were so young and I think so many people have that story and I feel lucky to be among that group of people who, who were given, whether it's through parents or whatever, given that gift of, of, of theater, of, of, of theater. Yeah. Um, and, um, I don't mean to monopolize this conversation. I think I'll ask you one more question. We only have, we only have six minutes left. We have, six or, minutes. We, have, we have four minutes left. Oh, we have Sorry. four minutes left. All right. Um, let me ask you. Um, wait, do, do you want to do that? Uh, what was it? F. Mary Kill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. F. Wait, what is it? Mary. F, Mary F. Kill. Okay. So. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm going to list. Okay. I'm going to listen, people. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ben. Platt? Platt. Okay. Uh, Aaron Tveit. Okay. And, oh, God. Uh, I guess I'll have to go with Lynn, because I already mentioned him. Lynn? Okay. I'm going to marry Lynn because I want that Hamilton money. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll F Ben and I'll kill Aaron. Mm. I mean, Aaron was already technically dead in next to normal. Well, so yeah, but the reasoning behind that. So Ben, just because I think he's the closest to my age. Um, But I mean that doesn't really matter. Marrying Glenn, uh, that's, that's for his money. That's for his money. Um, no, no, but he's also the sweetest guy. Ever. But but with Aaron, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some waves here. Um, I I think Aaron is very good at creating a role, but I think. I know what his you're replacement, say. Kyle Dean Massey, specifically Kyle Dean Massey. At least in extra normal. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen him. I didn't see either, either of them as Fiero, but, um, but I think his replacements tend to do a. I don't want to say better job, but a different job. Different job, and and a job that I tend to like more. Well, also, if you think about it, when you've created something originally and you're replacing that, you have a lot to live up to, and you also have to 
make it your own oh. and also time has and i actually completely agree just in general about replacements i think that the show has grown time has passed maybe the lead has won a whole bunch of awards yeah it's a lot to live up to it but it's also to. a lot to kind of well you know, what's create. interesting what's what's I mean, it has to be one of the hardest things for an Alphaba or for Glinda mm. to go into, mm. just because they're such iconic so characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least with Next to Normal or with like a show that's like big. I mean, even in Dear Evan Hansen, you kind of get to make your character the way. Like, yeah, you don't necessarily have to be as neurotic as Ben, or you don't have to be. You know what I mean? Right. And so you, you get to kind of play around, but because Glinda and Alphaba are so well known. Yeah. Those actresses have to have it such a hard job. So difficult of to being able it, yeah. to mm-hmm. keep it the same because it has to be the same while making it different. Exactly. Yeah. You know? No, totally. It's hard. Okay, we have and we have to we have to end this now. End this now. Uh what should our closing be? Dun 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 Okay, that was Broadway gaze. That was broad gaze. Broad gaze. gaze. Uh, don't forget to tune in to our next episode where we decide we, we decide the perks of uh, dance belts. Sweet. I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about that. Bye. <laughs>